Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 137. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and as always, I'm your host for today, and I'm so glad that you joined us for our podcast today. We've got some exciting things to talk about, some things uh, that I've been struggling with and learning lessons from, and I wanted to share my lessons with you. And uh, before we do that, I need to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast. It's a one-stop shop for all of your podcast support services. So if you're having uh, trouble keeping up with everything that you need to do, surrounding your podcast. There's a great way to get help. It's one price. It's an all-inclusive package. It includes show notes and audio editing and a bunch of other things for one low monthly fee, about the same fee as you would pay just to get one of those things done. So it's a great deal. Introductory pricing is going on right now, so you can take advantage of it at teampodcast.com. That's teampodcast.com for all of your podcast support services. So I wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit today. We've talked before about relationships and how those relationships are incredibly important to the success of our business. And I truly believe that once you begin building those relationships, you begin to see the benefit of them and you realize that it's going to take more relationships to uh, build to get your business where most of the time where you want it to be or where you need it to be. And this isn't a secret. It's not um, any closely held uh, strategy that people use, but the whole, you know, there's so much about business that goes on that the whole point of it is to network and it is to meet other people and, you know, sort of cross pollinate, so to speak. And the one thing that I think many small business owners, and I know myself included, um, I feel a little bit uncomfortable with the whole networking thing. I'm not great at it. Um, I feel very uncomfortable with it. Um, and, and the interesting thing is, as I've done more of it online, I think it does make me a little more comfortable with it offline as well. But I wanted to share a couple of things that um, I've learned through my efforts. And it's, it's you know, my efforts sometimes are not really of my own. They're me sort of benefiting from someone else's efforts. <laughs> and so that's also a good thing, too, because when you're in a weak area, you can actually learn from others that are much stronger in uh, one area or another than you are. And so one of the things that I am slowly learning, and, I, you know, a lot of my networking does take place online, and I need to get better at doing it offline as well, and I've got a couple of opportunities um, to do that. But online... And if you're like me, you're in groups, different kind of groups. And it's funny because you sit there and you kind of lurk and you start reading the content and you read the post and you start to begin to see some names again and again and again. And what I have found is that people are truly that are truly good at networking will look for ways to add value, whether it's adding value to the group by posting something that all of the group might be interested in or whether it's 
responding to a question or a call for help that somebody in the group puts out and trying to add value. And then even many times in the comments, I see, oh, just let me know if we need to jump on a Skype call to discuss this or let me know when you're available for a call. And I'm going to be honest with you, even behind the facade of a podcast and a microphone, um, to me, it's a whole different conversation when I'm having a non-recorded business conversation with you on the telephone, and it's something I'm not completely comfortable with. But here's what I have realized. I have seen it modeled, and I have learned again and again and again, is that you can add value. I mean, there's so many opportunities, but one of the things that I see, and this is one tactic that is particularly effective, Many times in an online forum, somebody posts a question, and the question is basic, but it might not be all the information you need. And you'll see people chime in with, here's what you need to do, or here's how you fix that, or here's this, here's that, here's the other. And some of the most effective people at networking and drawing people to them have been people that can actually say, well... There's a couple of other things I need to know before I would give you the best answer for that question. What is this, that, and the other? Or how do you plan on? And suddenly they're asking that person questions about what they're doing and how they're using it and what their, you know, what their issue is. Before you know it, that person begins talking to them and telling them more about it and revealing more information. And then the person who's drawing it out and trying to answer the questions actually has more information and then they can start providing real value. It's very, very interesting the psychological thing that happens whenever to us whenever somebody expresses an interest in what we're doing and kind of goes to that little bit of a deeper level but not being creepy deepy, creepy deepy, <laughs> deep in a creepy way. Um, you know what I mean? It's not like they're, you know, trying to ask you what the, what the meaning of life is. But there are people that are able to really go deep in a, or kind of get to the heart of the matter in a very non-threatening way. And those people te- seem to be the ones that are the best at networking the best at connecting and it's not even networking in the traditional sense of networking but it's bringing you into their circle bringing you into their trust and bringing you into their group where kind of you see them as uh, someone who is an expert or an authority figure in whatever uh, niche that you're, you're talking about but we have these opportunities all the time in person and I think it's so much easier to do it online because there are less things involved. You know, in person, you you take in your senses on how people look and how people act, and do they seem friendly and do they not seem friendly, and you don't have all that, that crowded noise, so to speak, online. You can just, you know, respond to somebody and not worry about what they're wearing because it doesn't matter. But one of the things that I have struggled with is getting to the point where I can reach out to people and giving value and providing um, solid content, so to speak. And then by way of doing that, being able to counter, uh, you know, include them on the the opposite side of that as part of my network. And um, I'm working on that. And I've seen some really good models, exam uh, models of this in some of the groups that I'm in online. But the single best thing you can do besides being interested in someone, and that's the whole thing. Networking is just about 
really you having to take an interest in other people. And I'm not saying that you can't go to networking events with a goal in mind. I mean, your goal should never be to come away with X amount of sales. Your goal might be to come away having met five new people that you can, can add value to their life or having met five new people that you can help promote their business. You know, those are the kind of uh, networking goals you need to have when you go to a networking event because really it's not about you. And the less you make it about you, the better off your business will be. It's counterintuitive, I know, but it works and you can't argue with what works. But besides being interested and just asking questions and finding out what people's, other people's business is and, and trying to get, you know, to the core of who they are. One of the best tactics that I have seen online, and it can also work in in the real world, in fact, the real world, this is very effective for, um, for local businesses, but is to try to promote somebody else's business when you have the opportunity. Be their champion. Be their grassroots marketing coordinator. In other words, anytime you see anyone that has a remote interest in anything that would do have to do with a friend's business or this person in your network's business, send them over there. Send them their direction so that then they can be responsible for building a new customer that you sent them. I see it online all the time, and it's easier to promote things online just because sometimes in the groups you're in the learning mode anyway, and so it's it's a, a easier form to do that. But you can also do this in your personal life, and the interesting thing is that so many people that I've talked to whenever I've done my local business interviews, those local businesses say that their number one method of getting new customers is by personal word-of-mouth referrals. People that you trust telling you about another business, that is their number one advertising. Now, sometimes the companies don't act like that, but it it is what comes right down to it, their most valuable channel of marketing. And if you can then be a beacon for that business or send them more business their way or add value to their business in some way, then you automatically have that person in your network. You do. It's going to happen because nobody is going to want to chop your legs right out from under you when you've just sent them a bunch of money their way. You know what I mean? It doesn't really work that way. And besides that, it's a really bad karma, and no one wants to, to have that coming back on them. But do you see what I mean? It's like if you, ch- if you flip the paradigm for networking instead of being about what I can get out of it and think about what can I give. In other words, can I find and meet five new people that I can connect with enough that I can recommend their business to other people? Boy, that takes all the pressure off you because you're not selling your business. Now, in the course of doing this, you're probably going to have people find out about your business at the same time whenever you do things for other people you set the tone for that relationship you set the tone as an I'm giving to you rather than competing against you or taking something away or needing you to give me something I'm giving to you first and I'll give and give and give and give and at some point in time you are going to have that other person that you've been giving to reciprocate and it might not even be that exact person but you will have it paid back in other ways when other people do the same thing for you. So it's really taken a lot of pressure off of me in a uh, networking situation to, you know, go into it with a purpose. 
I hate to admit that I have been one that have, have participated in networking activities that I went there without a plan. I went there without a purpose. And the night rolled along and I walked away not really feeling like I got a lot of value out of the event. And I want to make those connections. But, you know, the, those connections aren't going to happen because of somebody else. Those connections are going to have to happen because of me. And so the more you can get focused on somebody's business and ask them and have a list of, you know, maybe four or five questions that will get you through that awkward oh, that's the awkward stage where I start saying things that don't make any sense. And I'm like, wait a minute, that wasn't what I meant, you know. Um, But have four or five questions that you've practiced, you know. Ask somebody their name and, and what their business is. Then ask them about the event. How long have they been coming to the event? That'll lead to a little bit of a conversation. If they've been coming for a while, then that leads into another question of, wow, you must, you must get a lot of value out of these uh, networking events. What's the, what's the biggest thing that you take away from it? Start talking to them about that. You know, before you know it, you'll have a conversation that's all completely about them and their business, and it will naturally lead to a place where you've had a chance to connect and not feel quite so awkward. You know, if they're new and they're new to the networking, that's another way to bond. And you can say, you know what, I am too. Um, is this what you were expecting tonight? What were you expecting to be able to take away from this networking event? You know, what did you heard about it before you came? And and start making it about the event, and then it can roll right into your personal life and your business life and those things that you really want to talk about. But get past that awkwardness. That's that's what I, oh, I have to do. And I find myself missing opportunities when I'm at other events around town. I tend to be one that um, I show up at my with my food truck and I park where I'm supposed to park and I sit there and I um, work all night. Now, now most of the time I don't have anyone there working with me so it's not like I have a backup and if I leave if I step out of my food truck and leave it unattended I could miss customers and I don't want to do that and you know at all, if at all possible. So I tend to stay very siloed in my food truck during the entire event but I should make it a point even before the event starts to get out and walk around and see what's there. That is something that I wish I could change about myself because I'm not a natural extrovert. I'm an introvert, and it's fine with me to stay there in my little food truck and not have to worry about anyone else. But I need to get around, and I need to make it a point to start meeting people and maximizing these opportunities because there is time before many times when you're setting up before events start. And you know what? When you walk up to other people and you start talking to them about their business, they're going to talk. They're going to tell you about it. It's a great thing. For them, they can tell you about their business, and they want to. So it's not ever going to be awkward. So I have completely changed um, some of the the takeaways that I'm hoping to get from networking events that I go to. And these relationships that I have are critical for my business because they're the people that can get me into the next thing or they can recommend me to this person or that person or whatever. And it's it's so critical even whenever I was talking in uh, the, one of the previous episodes last week, I was talking about planning and preparation and having a plan for everything. And that is something that I'm not great at uh, naturally. And I've had to do things to compensate and make up for my gaps. And so to be able to do that 
and have a plan even gets down to the level of a networking event. And what am I going to do? Force yourself. I'm going to have to force myself to leave my food truck, get out and walk around and meet people. You know, I'm not meeting people passing out my card, but I'm meeting people picking up their card and finding out about their product, you know? Because a lot of times when you do that, people will turn around and say, well, who was that that just came through here? And, the, and maybe somebody will know you and maybe someone won't, but maybe they'll say, you know what, that's somebody we need to get to know because they clearly know everyone else here. You know, so it's all about just having an awareness, and I hate to say it, but unless something is put in my face, I feel like in some ways I'm walking through life hoping for these chance random meetings that may or may not happen depending on all the stars aligning and the tides being right whenever I could shift that in such a way that I could get something out of it every single time if I just had a plan and just had a purpose. I need to do that not just with networking events, but you know what? I need to do that when I go to church every Sunday. It's easy for me to go and talk to the same people I know and the same people I've seen every other week in my comfort zone. But getting out of that and saying, you know what? I need to walk away having met at least three new people and finding out about them today. And when I put that as my goal and I make myself go achieve it, I will feel much better. And it will be a better event for everyone because they will feel like somebody at the church reached out to them. Somebody was interested in them. Somebody spoke to them. But you know what? When we don't have a plan and we don't put ourselves in a situation where we get out of our comfort zone, things like that happen. You show up to church, you sit in the same pew you've always sat in, you go through the same motions, you speak to the same people. When it's time to pass the peace, you hug or, or, or greet all the people that are right there around you that are always sitting right there, and you never make your way around to meet anyone else. And so I've got to get better at doing that. And the thing about it is the more you do it and the more practice you get, and not just that, the more successful you get at it, the more you want to do it because you've now conquered that area. So as an introvert, I am working on my networking skills. I am also working on my awareness of missed opportunities and networking uh, events. And even when I talk about the church uh, thing. It's not that I'm networking for church, but I'm trying to show an interest. I mean, church would be a great place to practice adding value to people's lives and, and at showing an interest and practice there and then take it out to the business world and then I'll be, be better at it there. So I'm not definitely not talking about trying to use church as a networking event to recruit for your business. I don't, <laughs> don't put that on my, on my name because I didn't, that's not what I'm saying, but I was talking about just planning to interact with people. Whenever you're an introvert, you do have to plan that because your natural tendency is not to interact. And as gregarious as I can be in a group and as fun as I can be at a party, I'm not that way naturally. And so I have to do things to compensate for that. So you might be in that same situation. So a couple of tips that I've given you today is, number one, have a plan of a goal that you're leaving that event with whether it's three people you can add value to or three people that you now know much more about than you used to um, and can come back with a follow-up conversation, then that's a great goal to have. Then when you get to the point where you're trying to set yourself up for asking and, and, and talking to people, have four or five questions that you know you can go to, and it's all about them. It's all about what they're doing and what their business is and what what they're doing at the event, what they're getting out of it, how long they've been there. 
all of those things, but providing value and value and value and value. And I, if you do it, I promise you will you will walk away with real connections with people that you continue can continue to connect with. And I will tell you, this is kind of I don't want to say an epiphany. Um, it's not because it wasn't all like an all at once sort of uh, revelation that came to me. But I've seen it over time. And what I also realize is. I have not made the most of the relationships that I formed whenever I asked people to come on my podcast and interview, uh, or for an interview. And I did what I had to do to get in touch with them and reach out to them and get them on the podcast and follow up with them after the podcast was done. But I have not continued to nurture that relationship. And that's a shame. That's a shame on my part. Had I been a little more mature in the business world whenever I started this, I would have known better. And I would have figured out a way or a plan to stay in touch with these people. I didn't do it. And so now I've got to go back awkwardly and try to rebuild some of those relationships. But luckily, some of them are on Twitter, and I'm able to keep them alive by continually contacting them and tweeting them and and that sort of thing. And it makes it easy. So... Don't miss opportunities. We do it all the time. I I kick myself when I do it. But have a plan and have a purpose. And if you find yourself, you know, just sort of in this really neutral feeling about uh, an event or something that you're doing with your time, give yourself a goal. Give yourself something that you're going to get out of it. And it will change how you interact while you're at the event or while you're spending your time doing whatever. So, a few tips from me to help you maybe get past some of the same things I've struggled with in the networking field and just being an introvert but trying to get the most you can for your business and for your life. So let me remind you before I go that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast and Team Podcast is a one-stop shop for all of your podcast support services. It's easy to turn your support task over to your account manager who then takes care of every aspect of that and then your time is freed up to work on the good parts of your podcast that you love doing anyway which is why you started podcasting so very simple teampodcast.com that's teampodcast.com introductory pricing is in effect it will never be lower so jump on it now go to teampodcast.com. Thank you guys for coming along and allowing me to share some of my weaknesses with you and some of the things I'm doing about it. Uh, I need to get better, but my whole thing is I'm not a fake person. So I don't do that whole schmoozy, fakey, let me, uh, you know, let me get all surfacey with you and then pretend like we've got a great business relationship. That's not me. I'm a little deeper, a little more real, a little more intense than that. And I don't, I don't do fake. And so that's, that's my aversion to the whole networking thing. So if it's yours, maybe take some of my tips, maybe add your own tips to it, or let me know what's worked for you. Because uh, we're all struggling with it, because many, many entrepreneurs are introverts. So thank you for coming along on the journey. I appreciate so much you letting me spend this time with you today. And I hope you have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local. 